Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to Confidence From Within podcast, episode number 31. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And my guest today is Jasmine Mosen. And Jasmine and I talked about a very important topic that I know affects so many women, and that is the scale. So if you're someone that is either unhappy with your body or after you turned 40, it was just like your body almost like has a life of its own and it doesn't seem to follow the rules anymore and you're just unhappy with what you see in the mirror or even if you're somebody just scared of stepping on the scale to even look what the number looks like, this episode is for you. Jasmine shares her experience going through the motions of learning to look beyond the scale. She is a graduate of the Weight Release Shift Program. So if you're curious, there's a link in the show notes, but you can also visit program.naturallyjoyous.ca to learn more about it. And she shared her experience, not only in the program, but also how she used yoga, specifically Kundalini yoga, to start getting closer and closer to the essence of herself, to the authentic version of you that is impossible not to love. And she talks about her relationship with food and her journey of self-acceptance and just looking in the mirror and loving what she sees way beyond the scale, not dependent on that number when she weighs herself. And that is a very empowered place to be. And I believe it is a very inspiring um, journey that she has to share with you. And I'm just so excited to bring that to you today. So just to introduce you formally, Jasmine is a project manager at one of the big banks in Toronto, Canada. She's also a yoga teacher and a laughter yoga uh, leader. Uh, Jasmine shares with us in this conversation her journey, but also some inspiration, and I am just so excited to bring you to this conversation. Here is Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Welcome. I am just so pleased to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited about this. And to get us started, my favorite question to ask our guests is, what does confidence mean to you? Uh, Confidence is about feeling comfortable in your own skin about not caring what the norms are and it's about being your best self and starting it with pride loving yourself that's how I see it I love it no that's wonderful and I love today's topic of looking beyond the scale and I think that is such a important piece of the whole picture no matter what women are going through in their journey towards finding themselves finding the body that they are able to love regardless of size right and 
it is one of the things that I that marked me early on when we started talking about, and you are a graduate of the Weight mm-hmm. Release Shift Program. I am, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you mentioned that to me that, you know, for you, health was looking beyond the scale, which I think is so, so powerful. So share with our listeners, what does that mean to you? So, okay. So growing up, I was always told that I was overweight. And I remember going on diets from when I was 11. I remember drinking skim milk at the age of 11. And most of my my life, I thought I wasn't enough. And I hid my body in baggy clothing and oversized clothing. I I didn't have any confidence in myself um, at all. And I didn't think I was worthy of anything. But um, in my 30s, I started to practice yoga and gradually made my way into strength training. And I started to see changes in my body. I noticed the muscle definition coming out. I was losing inches here and there. And I was in the best shape of my life, but I wasn't losing weight. Um, and, right. I I, and I continue to be criticized. Like, despite being the healthiest I've ever been, I was criticized by family members about not being skinny or slim, right? Right. And as I went on practicing, doing my thing, you know, practicing my yoga, I started to learn and accept and love my body. And during this time, I remember coming across a photo of me in a bathing suit when I was, I think about 16 or something on a beach vacation with the family. And I remember in the past looking at that picture and thinking, "Ugh, you know, look at my legs, look at this, look at that. But this one, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm beautiful. I was beautiful. I criticized myself all these years. I hated looking at that picture. And then today, and all of a sudden I'm looking at it and I realized that I was amazing. I looked amazing. And I'm like, why am I like, why did I, you know, do this to myself all these years? Yeah. And then I decided, you know what, I'm doing everything. I'm, I've cut at that, at that time I had, you know, I was in the best shape of my life. I was exercising four or five times a week. I was doing yoga two, three times a week. You know, I cut out sodas. I did I cut a lot of carbs and a lot of sugar removed from my diet. And I still didn't lose a lot of weight. So I decided, you know what? This is my body. This is the body I was meant to have. This is the money, the body I'm going to be living with. I just, instead of fighting it, I'm just going to embrace it and, and stop. And, and I regret all the years I resented my, I had the resentment I had towards my body. And I decided I'm going to stop looking at the scale. I'm going to stop looking at that and really kind of looked internally to see how I felt physically and emotionally. And that's, um, and that's where I started to uh, look beyond the scale for it. And when I approached you, um, that was after about uh, two years of feeling I was kind of in a funk because I, I lost some, I lost something. I, I felt like I lost my spark one day and I didn't know what happened. I lost my motivation to work out. Um, I just couldn't. And I went to the family doctor and she put me out to do a bunch of tests and everything came back good. I, there was nothing <laughs> wrong with me. And I then I thought, well, something's wrong because I don't feel right. And, right. and that's what really, what matters to me is I didn't feel right, you know? And, and then when I came across one of your ads for your, uh, for your, for the weight release program, I realized, oh, maybe I'm in perimenopausal. I'm at that age now. So maybe that's what <laughs> it is. And so I, you know, I thought I'd give it a try. And and I slowly started to see or feel improvements in my body, started feeling 
healthy again and I got my energy back I got my mojo back like they say <laughs> and I just started to feel like yeah I just felt like I just came back my, I was back again you know and you know who would, who would you know think that that would just a few changes in the in the in the in my food and my mindset would make a big difference for me so I love that's it how I got here that's great. And you mentioned a few things that um, have almost seemed to be like themes in a lot of our guests. So I just wanted to point them out because I think it's so important is the concept that for so many women, the dieting and the dislike of our bodies starts so early on, like 10, 11, 12 years old. Right. And you mentioned that as well. But also uh, something you said, and I resonate to, with this so much because being born in Brazil and, you know, it's a country that one, it's very hot. So you're wearing clothes that, you know, you can't cover everything because you just can't, it's just too hot. <laughs> like, especially I was born in Rio, which, you know, it's like yeah. 45 Celsius, like, you know, yeah. most of the year. Um, but something I just said that I really resonated with is that concept that looking back at old photos that back then we used to dislike and looking now and it's like, oh my gosh, like, what is it that we couldn't see before, right? That we can see now with new perspectives. So true. It's yeah, so true. So and true. so many women mentioned that. And I think looking back at, you know, in our 20s and 30s, 40s, there's so many years that most women spend, you know, resenting their bodies in, in war with their bodies. And that is like one of the primary reasons why I love the field of weight release so much because yeah. it is part of the mission to not not necessarily even bringing people um like permission to look differently because i think it's very so deeply ingrained in our mindset but maybe bring a new perspective right because what you said yes. is so true like if somebody's following all the diets all the plans and they still can't drop a significant amount of weight but they feel great mm -hmm. isn't that what the goal should be like it is yeah and 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 the, the great thing about your program it's not just about the changes in the diet it's the mind it's the mind shift right it's the mindset yeah. shift that we're that that is huge and when I heard you saying the things in your in your you know in the in the court the, during the course I was like oh yes of course you know that this is all it all makes sense and it's all it's all inside us we have all the answers all inside us we just have to let we just have to open up to that you know yeah and sometimes I say just remove the interference it's more a subtraction game rather than an addition like people are always yeah. looking what are they missing and is that missing really just missing yourself because <laughs> yeah, everything else you got right and the yeah. body always knows best and i think it's that honoring and that inner intelligence that gets us yeah. closer to ourselves right no that's so yeah. true well and, and that's why i'm very grateful that i you know i kind of ditched the scale and i kind of focused on how i felt you know i very i'm very in tune with my bowel movements i don't always like, I always like to talk about food. <laughs> yeah that's wonderful <laughs> I, mean, I, I feel like I, I i can tell how i feel by by that you know and i was like okay this is not right so i need to do something now like well, i wonder what it is what's causing this it's something i ate something i'm feeling you know and try to yeah. make the necessary adjustments to get it back on track again i love it i think one of the most important pieces of it to me is to um, help women regain control of their health, right? Because I think if you're not in the health 
in the health and wellness space, for example, from a background standpoint, a lot of times I feel people give their power away to external sources to tell them what's right and wrong, as opposed to learning to understand your own symptoms and what is your body trying to talk to you about and communicate with you, right? And what yes, I just said yes. is exactly it. Like the more you learn that vocabulary that your body's using, which traditionally we call symptoms, you're able mm-hmm. to self-troubleshoot when something doesn't yes. go as planned, right? As opposed to just you know, I don't know, like in the poop example, go get a laxative or something like that. It's again, external yeah. way to make things move inside of us. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it really, it's changed. It's changed my, like, and, and because everything about your program is very natural and very simple and basic, like, I don't immediately think about taking a pill for anything. I think about what kind of foods would, you know, would help or maybe what kind of herbal tea might help me with something yes. and things like that. Like I, it's like a different, it's a different, uh, it's definitely a different way of thinking of things for sure. I love so. it. So good. Mm-hmm. And I know the viewers can see you. I can. Um, but when you talk about your sparkle, right, I look at you and I see this joy and this, I don't know, such beautiful energy. You have like this very joyous energy to you when you talk and you smile uh, and, you know, it's yeah. something too for myself when I was, you know, in the heat of my health struggles and, you know, like 15 years ago, one of the things that uh, my mom mentioned is that the joy that she saw in me as a child was gone or was just toned down significantly. And really yes. when I kind of found myself again through even my health struggles, actually, that joy was back. Right. And I think it's similar to the sparkle that you're talking about that the closer we get to ourselves, it's such a good place to be. Cause when you don't want to be anybody else, but yourself, I think you got something really special going on yeah. in life. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And I even named my business naturally joy is because of that specific finding myself again and bringing that joy. It's beautiful. Naturally. So I it's kind of yeah. like, I know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and you mm-hmm. mentioned yoga a few times. Yes. And yes. Um, this is something I'm so excited to chat with you about because I believe that this is, especially for women in perimenopause and menopause, yoga in the different forms of it is one of the most, I'd say, wonderful practices that women can actually adopt, not just for the more physical component, depending on the form of yoga, but also for that like mindset and also the, you know, getting in tune with their bodies, calming their nervous system that for so many are in like hyper mode with the whole stress response. Uh, And I know this is a big part of what you do, but also a big part of your own practice. Uh, So talk to us a little bit. And I know you are an expert in Kundalini yoga, which Uh, (laughs) 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 maybe that's not the right term. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I teach Kundalini yoga. Yes. So um, I've I've been I was I've been practicing Kundalini for about um, I started practicing about eight years ago, and um, and it it was it's just it's it changed my life. It's not an exaggeration. It really changed my life. I started to notice that my perceptions were changing and I felt like a different person, a stronger person, more confident. I started to, um, you know, love myself more. And it was part of my whole, you know, accepting the beyond the scale kind of wellness of myself. Um, A few years later, I ended up uh, taking the teacher training program 
And for me, it wasn't to become a teacher. It was just to, for self-development. It was sort of something just to kind of discover more. And why am I so addicted to this practice? Why is it making <laughs> me feel the way it does? And as soon as I started to learn what it does and how it can help people, I felt like I can't keep this to myself. I need to share this. I need to share this with everybody. I need everybody to know about this. Right. So I, that's, so that's what I did, you know, and, uh, and I've been teaching ever since. So it's been three years now, three years I've been teaching, um, four, three, four, three. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been teaching and I teach both Kundalini yoga and Hatha yoga. Nice. And for the listeners that are new to Kundalini Yoga, give us a little bit of an overview. What is so special about it or what is different about it? Okay. So Kundalini, if you compare it to like Hatha Yoga, which is more of a classical uh, practice, uh, Kundalini is more, the way I see it, is more of a meditative practice. Um, it's known as the yoga of awareness. And through this practice, one activates the creative energy within the body um, and through continuous practice, change happens and you begin to feel a shift in your consciousness. Uh, the techniques and meditations that we use in Kundalini empower women to access their inner strength, uh, dignity and sacredness in a way. And it helps break the cycle of insecurity and doubt to live a life of confidence, compassion and radiance, I'd like to say. Yeah. No, that's beautiful. This episode is brought to you by the Weight Release Shift, a program that I am so excited to share with you. And actually, more than a program, this is a partnership in which I join forces with you to take you on this incredible journey, which is Weight Release. Together, we will explore all the necessary mind shifts to get you to places you've never been before, as well as learn what is going on with your hormones, especially as you transition into later phases of being a woman. All of that combined with tasty, healthy, super easy to make foods and recipes to help you balance hormones eat for your needs and release excess weight in the process. If you're curious or ready to learn more and join me and all these other wonderful women on this journey, I encourage you to apply at the link below. To learn more, visit naturallyjoyous.ca slash release. And I look forward to chatting with you and getting to know you better. And it's like, I can see how, how that is incredibly related, right? To that, you know, discovering the authentic version of yourself that it's so easy to love. Because I think a lot of times the problem when we're not able to love ourselves is that what we're trying to quotations love is the fantasy that we have of what things should look like, right? But the yes. closer we get to the authentic, the real, the essence of self, it is very easy to love because that's love, it's grace, it's pure, it's beautiful, regardless of the external expectations, I guess. And from what you just said, it kind of feels to me that that practice, Kundalini specifically, will help activate that connection to that true inner exactly. self that's perfect yes, yes. every shape yeah. 
in, in yeah. form. I don't, and some people are afraid of Kundalini. There's a lot of rumors about what Kundalini can do and everything, but honestly, the problem is, is that sometimes we have such deep trauma and issues in our body, you know, that we're dealing with that we've kind of, you know, compressed over the years and just kind of compiled and removing those layers and kind of getting to the, to the, to the cause of everything. It does make people, it does sometimes you do get upset. You might find that you make these discoveries that you didn't or uncover things that you don't want to uncover, but yeah. honestly it's for, it's for healing. It's to heal you. And, and so that's why it's such an amazing journey to be on when you're practicing Kundalini on a regular basis. That's awesome. And I'm glad you brought it up because it's true. And I've heard that too. And I've been asked that before. Um, mm -hmm. And I like to almost call it like I call it the little vault that we have yes. some emotional yeah. stuff there. And sometimes the door starts to shake because the stuff wants to come out and be worked on. And I think that when we choose not to, we just keep pushing it down, pushing it down. There's so many consequences, right? That yeah. having Kundalini is one of the ways to work on those things. Yes. Even though the process may be, I call it like a demo day in a kitchen, right? That it has to get a little messy before it gets, you know, pretty again. Exactly. Yeah. But if you have a teacher guiding you and helping mm -hmm. you unleash some of that, I think it's a very precious opportunity. And I think that's one of the reasons even why I'm glad you went there because if, you know, our listeners have heard some of those, I wouldn't even say like concerns of Kundalini, but maybe like perceptions, right. That some people may yeah. have put out there uh, and they don't feel certain if that is something for them, I would yeah. say as long as you have a teacher that you trust, right. That you have a strong relationship with, I think that is yeah. an incredible opportunity to open the vault and start getting some of those emotions because the freedom on the other side of doing yes. this inner work is truly worth it. Truly Absolutely. worth it. Absolutely. My vault has been opening over the years and yes, it's yes. not pretty at the start. Yeah. But Sometimes it can get really ugly. I remember times I'd come out of a yoga class and I was just so frustrated and I would spend days like that. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden there was this calm and there's this kind of revelation of sorts that comes up and I'm just like, I just got, release something just released from me and I just felt free yes and yeah. like your word choice is perfect because like through the program and in the work that we do the whole concept of weight release is the combination of the inner mastery plus proven tactics right for women over mm -hmm. 40 and a lot of times when people think of weight loss or reducing their number on the scale they only think on the tactics which is very commonly done the mindset piece yeah. is maybe sprinkle in, but it's not a real part of the process. And I believe that, that the release is equal parts, that emotional baggage that we need to let go of as much as whatever we put on our plates and, you know, that the exercise yes. and all those things. Right. And that was evident. That was evident in the homework that you gave us every week. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's really good. You said that, that Kundalini <laughs> can be a practice to help with the release of those peeling out those onion layers so they yes. can closer and closer to that core, right? Which is like we said earlier, mm. so easy to love because it's not, I don't know, like prejudged based on external expectations. It's truly just based on, you know, the beauty that we all have inside of every single one of us, right? So exactly. I love that. Yes. So thank you for yeah. giving us a <laughs> better understanding of Kundalini. And oh. I have one other question. So changing gears a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, 
through like the things you said and then just not the yoga practice, but also the eating, the nourishing foods and so on that you've adopted as you started mm-hmm. the program, what would you say are the major transformations that you felt as you started listening to your body? So learning about the nutrition was very eye-opening for me. Um, I, I started to kind of become aware of how my body felt after eating certain foods and everything we were eating was were whole foods. Um, I know that the sugars were hard to remove from my diet at first, but once I did, I didn't crave it anymore. I remember trying all kinds of like natural sweeteners to kind of give me that compensation. And eventually I was like, and I, you know, and it it was, it was nice to have it. And I always had it. I always had some kind of sweets on the side there waiting for me just in case I got the craving. And at the end, I think I made some raspberry bark or something based on the recipe that you shared with us. And it just went bad. I was like, I didn't even eat it. Like it was there for me for (laughs) like over a week and I didn't eat it. And it went bad. I'm like, Hey, I didn't feel like I needed it. You know? So that was, that was a very, that was, that was a big, a big thing for me. Yeah. And, and some of the other things I noticed was that I remember, I think it was four or five weeks in or something. I started to notice because I, I really kind of with the nutrition part, I kind of went gradually because I, I think I signed up really late uh, just before the program started and I had my, I had everything stocked up. So I was slowly trying to reduce some of the carbs that I had, like the pastas and things like that and adding more vegetables and my diet and all that. And then, um, so then as soon as I started to kind of, it was all cleared out and I was focused really on the nutrition plan that we had agreed to, I started to see this new softness in my curves. I love um, it. Like yeah. I said, I was feeling, I was feeling cleaner. Um, like I felt like, you know, the, um, my movements were better and my energy levels were up. And um, although I am anti-scale, I did go on the scale one day yes. towards <laughs> the end. I was actually, it was after I finished the program. I think it was just before Christmas, I, I, I went on the, I went on the scale and I noticed that I lost 20 or 25 pounds. And I was like, that was from like the last time I, I don't know how long earlier yeah. I had weighed myself, but I was like, well, Amy, it really, I mean, I started noticing it. People started noticing it and then the scale showed it as well. So um, yeah, it works. And I mean, some of the things I learned is like just being more forgiving um, of myself, you know, like have a bad day or you, indulge in something that is not part of the program. I learned to savor every morsel of that, you know, yes. every bite of that food, you know, be grateful, give thanks and move on. The next meal will be back to the healthy foods again. Right. And just, exactly. and it may be, it might be one meal. It might be a whole week of meals. I'll just get back when I'm ready, you know, and exactly. I'm not going to beat myself up about it anymore. Absolutely. I love that. And that is so important because anytime that we strive for the rigidity and that is the rule, there's almost this like inner rebel in us that just says that doesn't make sense. Right. And then we can do it for a bit. And then as soon as something, a program or a course, whatever ends, then we gently, slowly, but surely go back to the old ways. Whereas if it is not prohibited, then there's no reason why you cannot indulge in it from time to time. So, you know, that drive to just to break the rules is not there anymore because, you know, it's not a, a rigid rule. It's just know what makes you feel good. And, yeah. you know, we always talk about in the program about how your body always 
selects or does what fulfills what's most important to you, right? So say that if you're committed to releasing the weight, so for that period of time, that's what your body's doing. But then you have, like I said, a stressful day or a bad, I don't know, week at work and making you feel good becomes your body's new priority. So yeah, it's going to, you know, crave some of those comfort foods and so on. But it's knowing that and allowing for that and working with, as opposed to against the body, that I think the key to the longevity of any change really takes place. Anytime we have to force ourselves to do something, um, you know, the inner rebel in all of us will come out <laughs> and make yeah. you break the rules, right? Yeah. Um, no, I'm over that now. I'm over that. No more. It. No more. Enjoy it. Enjoy everything, you know, and like I, I have cravings and I have this and I'm on a mission. I'm looking for fried chicken. I really want to eat fried chicken really badly. And I'm, but I, I want it to be worth, worth my while. So when I find that perfect fried chicken, you know, I'm going to savor every moment of it and enjoy it. And then once that's done, you know, give thanks, move on, go back to Love it. You know, the healthy eating again. Exactly. That's so freeing. So freeing. Yeah, and thank you so for bringing that up. I, I love that. And one thing I'll mention quickly when you talk about the sugar, right? Because it's true at the beginning, having the sweeteners, the natural sweeteners helps with the that compensation, right? For feeling like yeah. going from full sweetness to zero. But now like after a while, I even catch myself sometimes because I don't need the sweeteners as well uh, mm-hmm. anymore. But sometimes I catch myself looking at the label to see, is there any sugar in this? Because things with no sugar sometimes stay sweet to me. And yes. it sounds crazy, but even some nut butter stays sweet to me, even though there's Absolutely. nothing at it, right? Just the nut butters. Mm-hmm. So from time to time, I have to look at the label. Maybe I missed something here because it tastes yeah. so sweet. Whereas oh, yeah. you, start to, you start to taste the sweetness in things, like the natural sweetness in things. Even yeah, vegetables, right? Like too. if you like yeah. you know, roast garlic, I find that incredibly sweet now. And so there's hope, right? For those out yes. there. Oh, for like, sure. For sure. I, mean, I had a, a lot of people ask me like, how did you get, how did you get over chocolate? I'm like, I just, I just did like, we were, I, I made the bark. I made those, you know, those little chocolate butter, peanut butter uh, cups and things like that. And mm-hmm. then I slowly just started kind of like leaning off of them. I yeah, didn't and- need them anymore. And for those that do need it, like replacing, you know, to the raw chocolates, the no sugar added, the cacao, real mm-hmm. cacao with magnesium, you know, naturally occurring magnesium and it is an option, right? So it's just yes. very much like you said about the fried chicken example. It is a question of going for quality as opposed to quantity. Because if quality mm-hmm. is your bar, <laughs> right? Yes. Then I think you can do so much, even in foods that quotations, you know, let's just say you go to Italy for a trip and you want to have a bowl of pasta. I will have a bowl of pasta in Italy, you know? Yes. No, I'm not going <laughs> to eat pasta every day at home because there's better yeah. foods that agree with my body more, right? So it's just Agreed. that concept that we're not, you know, I don't know, like like attached to the scale. We're not attached to the rules. You're in, in this beautiful place of flow and acceptance of your body and taking care of your body. I think eating is a massive form of self-care and self-love, right? That you can practice okay. every day, several times a day. So it's an opportunity. Yeah. And I think the more, hopefully the more women hear that, the more they will actually uh, start to feel and relate to the things that you're sharing because it is truly an opportunity to practice radical self-care <laughs> every day. Yeah. Well, I hope so because I really think it's important. I mean, I mean, it's what keeps us going, right? Yeah. And feeling good and getting stronger. Yeah. I love it. That is (laughs) wonderful. Thank you so much, Jasmine, for everything you shared and for, you know, 
educating as a Kundalini yoga and being so open about your experience. This is such an inspiring and such a beautiful uh, path and journey that you've been on. So I'm so grateful that you're able to share it with us. And for those who would like to, you know, learn a little bit more about you, what are the best place for them to find you? Uh, well, <laughs> I, um, I've been, uh, since the COVID lockdown, I've been teaching uh, yoga and leading meditations uh, online. Um, it's an amazing platform to share my practice because I'm able to reach people I probably couldn't have reached it working out of a local studio. Um, and so this has been uh, great for me. Um, but if they want to reach me, they could probably contact me on Instagram. Uh, my handle is Jasmine, J-A-S-M-I-N-E underscore Mosen, M-O-H-S-E-N. That's where you can find me and I can get you some more information on my classes. Yeah, that's great. And I'll make sure to put the handle on our show notes as well. So people can just scroll down and click and to make it super easy. So again, thank you so much for your time. This was wonderful. And I'm very grateful to have you on the podcast. Thank you for having me. And thank you for this program. Thank you so much for this program. We need this. I'm just so pleased <laughs> and so excited that you were able to go through it and that you had such a great experience with it and that it contributed to your beautiful journey. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Love you, Julieta. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.julius and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy, and until next time.